Hello and welcome to another edition of Box Office Bingers. I'm your host, Matt Diaz, along with my co-host, Ernesto Santos. How are you doing today, Ernesto? But again, man, you forgot to mention, it's the Quarantine Chronicles. Yes, it is. You know, since now we're doing it from home. We're not going out to the theaters. No, there's for a little not happening. <laughs> yeah, it's not happening. <laughs> As we're going to get to with all this news that's coming out. Yes, yeah, seriously. We might even even if the, the or when the theaters reopen, we might not be still be going there for a while <laughs> because I, I was too sad. I saw a headline on my feed that said AMC may not make it through on the other end. I yeah. didn't read. I was too afraid to read the article because that would just hurt <laughs> myself. But I don't know. We'll see. You know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's like it's like I don't. You know what? I don't want to know any more information. Let's 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 pretend I didn't read that headline and just move on. Just keep scrolling. I'm not ready for my heart to be broken yet. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Well, you know how many AMC's there are? What are they gonna do with that space? You know, is another theater gonna buy that out? Or uh, it's it's like, is Regal just gonna slide in there and be like, oh well, thanks for the building, AMC. I don't, I really don't want that to happen either. Neither do I. Neither do I. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but what you've been doing to pass the time? You know, it's just, you know, as I told you, I've been telling you, we haven't been able to watch as much with the kids being home. Right. But. But it's been actually kind of nice, you know, like we finally got a routine going with, you know, waking up, especially on my days off because I'm off in the beginning of the week. I can I get up with them in the morning, you know, just get them ready for school, just starting a whole routine. Like, you know, they I make them do that Cosmic Kids yoga on YouTube. Cosmic Kids? What? What is that? What is yeah. Cosmic Kids yoga? Yeah, it's like a free it's like a free thing on YouTube. It's like a oh, free, okay. you know, kid, free kids yoga. It's pretty great. It's pretty. It's this British lady. They've been doing it for a couple years now. <laughs> we even got the baby. Like the other morning, I was doing it with them. It was like a baby one, and the baby was like watching and smiling and like kind of not obviously not doing it, but right. like she was like like you could tell she was like interested in what was going on. So it was kind of cute. And okay. then we go, you know, we we go on our walk. We don't obviously don't go out too far. Right. Was really interesting the other day. We we were walking out by the main road, and somebody was walking past us on the sidewalk, and we had left space for them. And we're walking yeah. next to a main road, and this person was so freaked out to walk to be six feet or closer to us that they were walking in the main road. Oh, they were like, you know what? I'm not about that. There was oncoming traffic. <laughs> I was like, did we not leave space for them? I don't know. It was just. It's just strange, you know. It's just interesting to see like the effects of everything of, of yeah. how of how it's turning everything. Oh, no, I, I I couldn't agree more. You know, I I even like again with Megan now home, we have a different now routine that's almost it's almost like it's expected. Meaning that not not this not to say that it's it's expected, but we've gone so used to it, and it's in a short amount of time that this is like stuff that we would be doing almost every day now. Um, and like one of them being like, again, uh, we, uh, every morning I, uh, we have breakfast by the porch. You know how many times I've lived here, Ernesto, for five years. You know how many times I've sat on that porch? (laughs) I'm going to say under five. (laughs) And I sat there five times this week already. (laughs) It's it's crazy how like that's such a difference with that. And then it, uh, along with breakfast on the porch, we also go for evening walks. So around, you know, close to sunset, the sun's still out, but it's not as hot like in the middle of the, in the middle of the afternoon. And then we have our little trail that we walked. And uh, now we have, uh, we see people that we I've never seen before in this neighborhood. 
and and like these two old ladies that are blasting Spanish music and they're doing like the little like they're doing like a little fast walk. And I'm like, you go, girls, you you go, <laughs> you go get your exercise. And then, and then like I'm not I'm not one to go outside. You know me. I'm 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 I'd rather watch a movie. Megan's the one that's like, we got to go for walks. I'm like, exactly. I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to argue with that. So so we go for this walk. And then all of a sudden I was like, what is that over there? She's like, oh, that's a trail. I'm like, a trail. What what trail? It's like, oh yeah, no, there's a bike trail on the other end of that fence. I'm like, Megan, we lived there for five years. I didn't even know this existed. <laughs> there's, there's this whole other world outside. <laughs> it's, it's amazing what you what you can find when you uh, start walking around. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And then like the 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 next great thing that we discovered is that there's this whole other neighborhood. Now I knew this neighborhood existed in. Uh, the back of our apartment complex, but I never had any reason to go there. You know, you just drive home and live your life. And so now we're walking down there and that's part of our route. And these, these houses are really nice. I'm like, wow, these are really nice houses. I didn't even know they were back here. And then all of a sudden there was like a cat on a porch. I'm like, oh, look, there's a cat. And then, then like you look for a second, like, wait a minute, Megan, there, there are more cats here. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, wait a minute. Hold up. Started started counting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We just froze. And I was like, oh. There, we counted now we counted that day about eight cats just chilling on that guy's lawn and i was like wow and so now then we, we walked around and there were just all, more cats i'm like what's going on here this is the neighborhood of stray cats and one just came up to us like yo you gotta feed me or what like hey, i'm just gonna rub it. yeah what you got <laughs> like i'm gonna be friendly like it went it went right it walked right toward us went uh laid laid on its back like I was looking for a belly rub and then I was like, all right, you know, this, this is how you get me. Like, yeah, I'm going to give you the cuteness and then you're going to give me the food. That's how this works. <laughs> Matt, did you pet a stray cat? Yes, I did. Yes. <laughs> we, we, we had hand sanitizer on us and we okay, quickly, good. Quickly okay. did our, it went like, we couldn't not. It was like right there. All the other cats were like running away from us. And this one was bold. It came right to us. And like, I know what I want. I want love and I want food. We gave it one of them which was the love. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't have any food on us. Uh, but then you're, now... You're just a lovable person. So you, oh, just, thanks, yeah. you, see a, you see a cat that just wants some love, you just you just got a cat when it walks by on the street. <laughs> exactly. It's not saying that was the best decision I made in my life, but it was definitely one that I'm not... Uh, you know, I, I feel like there's no regrets on that moment. <laughs> but it's like with you guys going around, it's like you, ever, like you remember being a kid and you going around, you kind of go like exploring. You would like just yeah. go exploring the neighborhood. That's exactly what this is. Yeah, we are exploring. Now, every time we do our walk route, we count how many cats we can see in our in our walk. Just yesterday, actually, we counted 11. No, no I'm sorry. Total, total was 16. 11 in one area, and then we found the other five somewhere else. But there's a total of 16 cats on our walk. I'm like, wow, that's, that's, that's a record right there. Yeah, and this is going to sound super cheesy, but like, like us here, like, you know, we just we all like to play video games. And I don't we I don't know. I told you, but, you know, I don't know why we made the decision to we bought the new Animal Crossing game. I guess after talking to Nick and after he was on the episode and then I hear there's so much hype about it. I was like, all right, well, let's check it out. And it's it is a lot of fun. And it's like it's now become like a family game, like project game. Oh, really? Yeah, because so now, you know, Animal Crossing, everybody, you know, you work on a town. So the game gives you one island, and all the profiles on the Switch, everybody gets their own person and house on the island. 
So then we, oh, okay, we make okay. it we make it like a family thing. Like, hey, you guys, we want to build this. You guys have to contribute, and I don't know. It's just yeah. and then they they have like this kind of the cool multiplayer. I don't know. It was just it becomes like a it became like a family project now. It's kind yeah, of fun. It's like- you guys got to do some work if you want to build that house. And like, no, Dad's yeah, not gonna for build real. <laughs> Dad's not going to build all your houses for you. You got to do the work. You got to pick. You got to you know, pop balloons. Megan plays the game. I, I don't understand it. I, I can't play games like that. But she she will spend hours playing this game. And, like, I know we're, there is, like, a, an Easter bunny season right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's called like bunny, bunny days or whatever, whatever it's called. But either way, she's all into it. She has to collect eggs. And like, honestly, what a good time. I mean, don't get me wrong. We're in, in the pandemic and this is not a good situation, but for, at least for this game to come out right now, a lot of people have time to play it and yeah. it's, it's becoming, also an escape. Yes. Yes. It's an escape. And a lot of people have, uh, you know, the time to do so. And, it's it's bringing people a lot of joy. It's becoming really popular. Now, the game was already popular to begin with, but I think it's now extremely popular that not only is like, yeah, the game's out. It's just like now everyone's playing this game. And and so it's it's just crazy to see that there's this community that you probably would not have been involved with or maybe be involved with the game so much because it does require a lot of your time to be active with that game. So the fact that now there's a large community of people that can that can um, be, have something in common to go, you know, and you can like look online and like, Oh, I didn't know you can do that. And then that improves your gameplay and you can, and if you go on, if you go online, if you have the online play, you can visit other people's islands. And I, I think you, can you trade with people as well? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think we haven't gotten to that. We haven't gotten that far yet. We're still oh, okay. in the beginning of stages of building our town. Gotcha. Uh, but it's really cool to see that, you know, you turned it into a family thing. Again, when everyone's here, it's something to keep you guys occupied um, and kind of, you know, collectively pass the time, but also enjoying passing the time. Yeah, like and, and even if like nobody else wants to play, like sometimes they'll just they'll watch one. Everybody would just watch one person play and then we oh, either okay. take turns or then somebody else because you can hop on like a co-op and stuff. Yeah. It's so a good time. It, can you so the, do they like help you build whatever you want to build or if they're just watching? Uh, I don't know what you mean. The, so like, are they uh, so like if they don't want to play but they just want to watch you play, for example, are they like like chiming in while you're playing, like helping you make decisions? Oh, they do that all the time. Especially <laughs> my, my wife, she does that all the time. You know, everybody's like, don't put that there, move it over there, and then we yeah. get into a debate on where we should put it. <laughs> Like, look, when you're playing, you can put it over there, but exactly. I'm putting it right here. Exactly. <laughs> this is my house. This is my house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, I'm glad that I, I'm glad to hear that you are finding a good way to spend time with the family as well as pass the time exactly. while we are here. Um, but yeah, so let's move on to some movie news. As you know, almost every day, uh, you know, every week we've been updating you guys on the latest and what's going on in the movie industry and the entertainment world and. And uh, right now, it's just it's just a whole bunch of rearranging right now is what what's happening. A lot of movies are not coming out when they're supposed to uh, because the theaters are not here. So we're going to here to be updating you guys on what's going on, starting with Universal Pictures and Illuminations, which is their uh, animation studio, officially announced the new release date for Minions Rise of Gru. We mentioned last week that it, they uh, they the movie isn't finished yet. They had to halt 
post-production and an, a finish and they, they had not finished animating the movie and it's the production <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah so in this case a lot of movies are finished but they're just pushing back the release date because the theaters aren't open but now in this case the movie's not even done yet you can't even put out a movie because it's not done so with that they officially gave a new release date of july 2nd 2021 the movie was supposed to come out july 3rd of this year so much like um uh, fast, they've pushed it back a whole year to do that, which is crazy to think about uh, that, you know, a couple movies are being only affected by a couple of months, but some movies are being affected by a whole year. Um, it's nuts to think about. Uh, also with Universal, uh, they, they officially pushed back the release of the Jordan Peele produced film, The Candyman. I which was excited is, to see that. Yeah, it was a direct sequel to the original 1992 film. Yeah, I didn't realize it was going to be a direct sequel, but that makes me even still still makes me excited for the when it eventually will come out. September, yeah. I guess September 25th. Were you expecting a reboot? Yeah, I was expecting some sort of reboot, but that's good that they're still honoring the it's a good way. I feel like it's a good way to honor the source material. Yeah, that's what that, that's I think that's exactly what Halloween did. Like they ignored all the other sequels that came out. I was like, look, this is just from one and now this is the new two. Mm hmm. Uh, so I feel like this. I think there were other Candyman sequels originally. Uh, yeah. And so now they're like, you know what? We're not we're not worried about the other ones. This is this is the the new new sequel. Um, that film was supposed to be released on June 12th. That got pushed back by a couple of months now, September 25th. So hopefully they can stick to that date. Um, Paramount Pictures they did a whole new slate. They made a big announcement that they are changing up their entire lineup. Uh, movies that are coming out in the in the uh, in the summer. So you have the first one they really they announced was the SpongeBob movie, Sponge Out of Sponge on the Run, which is the third SpongeBob movie to be released in theaters. That's crazy to think about, but they have <laughs> yeah three different versions of this of this movie to be out in the in the theaters that are following. They're not even like SpongeBob one, two, or three, and they all have a concise story. This is like a highly produced version of another episode of SpongeBob. Yeah. This is basically, and a little bit longer, and it's crazy. Exactly. <laughs> I think that this has been, they've been doing this for tw almost over 20 years now, and now have, now about to have three movies under their belt. The movie was, uh, movie got pushed back to July 31st. The movie was supposed to come out May 22nd. A Quiet Place Part 2, John Krasinski, when he's not, Spending his time making some good news videos on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, before that time. Did you see the new one, by the way? I haven't seen the new one yet. Oh, man. The new one is great. When you get yeah. a chance, episode two just dropped Monday, uh, last Monday, and it's it's another great one. Mm -hmm. I don't want to spoil anything if you didn't read anything online, but it was like, it's just, it's just a, it's a good, feel-good videos and moments and stories. And then he did like a really kind act at, toward the end of his video that was just awesome to see so uh i definitely recommend watching part two of some good news that he's done but before he's done before he did some good news he did direct a movie called a quiet place part two and they officially gave it a release date of this labor day of september 4th it was supposed to come out in march obviously that didn't happen so hopefully they can stick to that september date and then top gun maverick the sequel to top gun starring tom cruise that got pushed back all the way to christmas so you're not going to see that movie until December 23rd. It was supposed to come out June 24th. So, uh, again, compared to other movies, 
it's that's only by a couple months. But now, like our Christmas season is quickly becoming stacked. Um, and that's I, guess, that's, I guess, something to look forward to in the holidays. Did you watch the first Top Gun movie? Never. Never yeah, seen it. Me neither. I don't know anything about it, but uh, it got planes in it and it got Tom Cruise. Yeah. Maybe I'll watch the original before the new one comes out. Yeah, I'll probably do that. I feel like a lot of movies that they come out with like a very long standing sequel. I catch myself rewatching the old movies that I've never seen before to watch the newest one. I did the same thing with Halloween. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure there was a number of movies that that I've done this with that I can't think of the top of my head right now. But this this seems to be like it's almost like here's a reason to watch it when you could have watched it the entire time. Exactly. It's like one big marketing ploy to just watch the original. Right. Pretty much. Um, so, yeah. So there's that. Um, let's see here. And so, yeah. So that's all that's all the news from Paramount Pictures. And then so now moving on to HBO. HBO uh, is doing a really cool thing. They are giving free access to their HBO shows and movies and documentary series to to people who are not subscribed to HBO. Smart, because they know. I mean, besides the fact that they know that they have great content on there, it's like we're just going to tease you with some of some of their some of our top favorites. Oh, yeah. And uh, and now, I mean, even with some of the shows, they are uh, there's a lot of. Like these shows are older HBO shows, but also has a lot of seasons behind it. So if you were really wanting to catch up or ever see these old shows, HBO is giving it access for free. So starting last Friday, all you have to do is sign up through either the HBO Now app or the HBO Go app. And for a limited time, there are certain titles that are on there that are free to access. Just to name a few, you can watch all the seasons of at least all the available seasons of Barry, Ballers, Silicon Valley, The Sopranos, Succession, and The Wire. Mm. Um, that I know. Success. Have you seen other of these? I know you've seen Barry, right? And you love Barry. Barry was great. Um, Silicon Valley is hilarious. Um, that has that actor that whose name you can't pronounce. Uh, I'm gonna try one more time. I said I, I haven't said it today, so why not give it another go for another week? Uh, Kumel Kumanand. Nope. Kumel. Kumananji. Something like that. You'll you'll get it one of these. Weeks. I'll get it no, one day. But notice that I don't notice that I don't have the <laughs> courage to even try because I yeah. know that I'm gonna say it wrong. <laughs> That's why I just reference him. The yeah. guy from Silicon Valley. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Yeah, we know that guy. Uh, Succession is another great show. I've never seen The Wire. Um, I see they're also gonna do McMillions, and they're gonna offer what uh, Detective Pikachu, Lego Movie Two, Blinded by the Light. Oh, you saw Blinded by the Light. Yeah, you know, I, I I would maybe go see Detective Pikachu too. You know, see that movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <Or> like- <laughs> yeah, yeah, or the Lego Movie too. Yeah, one of those. Maybe, that you know, there's a reason why we said those two movies first before Blinded by the Light. It was like there was an order of yeah, how the movies were. <laughs> um, but yeah, and these movies, you know, these three movies that were just listed, those movies just came out last year. So they're part of like the newer releases that that HBO is giving you access to. And Netflix, I mean, <laughs> you're not your name is in Netflix. Your name is Ernesto. Ernesto, <laughs> Ernesto, you uh, you saw you saw the full McMillions. I did. And and you you enjoyed it. You didn't finish it. You still haven't finished it yet. Still haven't finished it yet. No, we have not. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we will get to it. We'll we'll get to it. We will finish it. Like I promised. Uh, so yeah, so definitely some, they're not putting out their, their weak links here. They're giving you great content to watch. So if you don't have HBO, just sign up and it's free. What? Cause why not? Um, Ryan Reynolds took the social media, 
uh, this past week, and he released a new clip of his new movie, Free Guy. Uh, in the process of that, uh, he the, with the process of a new clip, they announced the new release date for Free Guy by 20th Century Studios. That movie is now going to be, again, a Christmas movie, or close to Christmas, um, on December 11th of this year. The original release date was July 3rd, so pushing that back to the winter time as well. I, again, all I feel like summer of 2020 is now going to be called winter of 2020, and that's yeah. You're just going to be flocking to the theater and watching all those movies because it doesn't look like we're going to be having a summer movie blockbuster season this year. Yeah, it's like, Ben, it's just going to – but do you feel like there's going to be almost like a, a a higher expectation for when these films come out? It's like, all right, you've had extra time to right, look over right. and make any last-minute adjustments. Right. You know? I, I don't know if, if I feel like there's a higher expectation. I'm just like – now all these so now we're getting to like a, a domino effect here because the movies that were supposed to come out at those time slots are now being occupied for the movies that were supposed to be released in the summer and then now the what what movies have we haven't heard of that were supposed to come out in 2021 and now there's just a big delay on on those films yeah so, everything just being pushed back exactly it's like a ripple so, and plus all the ones in production that were supposed to that had to halt physical production you know right. Exactly. So like for yeah, like like you said, I know a lot of TV shows have been halted productions. And so I can't name any right now. I actually can name one. The Walking Dead. They were in the process of filming the the finale. And right now I think they just aired or maybe they're in post production of the finale or something along those lines. But I know they made an announcement that, yeah, I know we hit episode 15 and we are ending with episode 16 this season. But you're going to have to wait a little bit longer to see the finale. And so, like, they were so close of just ending it. And then the series finale. Oh, not the series. The the season. That's right. There's going to be one more. That's right. Yeah, I think one or two more seasons they still got planned, believe it or not. Uh, but yeah, I know they made an announcement that they have to halt production. There's a couple of uh, uh, the couple of TV TV studios on the networks that I believe they just announced that we're just ending the show, not the show, but we're ending the season here. So I know we had like a 22 episode order, but we're just gonna stop it at 18, and we'll see you guys next season. So I mean, they they we were really close to a lot of these shows wrapping up the springtime before they, the summer shows start. That's so now true. I'm, now I'm wondering if the summer shows are even going to be summer shows anymore, if they're going to push those back as well. Cause That's I, true. I feel like we're going to hit a point where like, I know right now we're relying on like Netflix and Hulu and Amazon and Disney plus to give us like our newest movies because they're on these streaming service. But depending how long this lasts, at what point are we now getting to the point where those movies that we're supposed to be dropping are now halted right now for production. So now there could be a point where we're not getting any new releases. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what happens on the back end of this. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, Continuing with other movies that got delayed, uh, Searchlight Pictures announced that Wes Anderson's new film, The French Dispatch, has been officially delayed to October 16th, 2020. The original release date was July 24th. So just a couple months on that film. I know. Are you a big Wes Anderson fan? I've only seen a couple of his movies. Eh, they're they're yeah, not bad. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, I was never big into his films. I really liked uh, the Grand Budapest Hotel. That that was really good. Um, but I'm not I'm not a follower of his work. But I know a lot of people are. So if yeah. you are, you're gonna have to wait a little bit. And then um, and then now then 
the big daddy of them all, Walt Disney Studios, made a huge announcement last Friday of dropping, not dropping, but they made a huge switch up uh, on all of their releases that are upcoming basically for the rest of 2020, even diving into 2021. So, But I think the biggest thing that came out of that was Artemis Fowl, a movie that was already delayed. I think it was supposed to come out either or at some, t- some point in 2019. They pushed it back to 2020. And now... They Disney announced that they are keeping its release date of May 29th, but instead of releasing it in theaters, which most likely maybe there won't be open by that time, they announced that they're going to put it, uh, they're going to launch it on Disney Plus on that same May 29th date. So mm-hmm. that's that's kind Smart. of big. It's 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 kind of big news because a lot you see all these other movie studios are just they're just delaying delaying they're not even we're not even hearing announcements that they're they're selling it to streaming services like we're no, we're going to hold on to it we're just going to wait a little bit and but Disney is fortunate enough to have their own streaming service so they can make that call just to premiere it there so i don't know exactly why they made that move um but maybe because it wasn't their their most popular or maybe they didn't figure they're going to make that much money off of this movie so why not put a Disney Plus? That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. I mean, it's just interesting to see. It, you know, maybe they knew that. Like, all right, is this, is it worth it to push it back, or would it right. be, would it do better off if we just leave it as Disney Plus? And not only, additionally, it will keep the people who are on that free trial, especially. Right. You know, it'll keep. More of a reason to either add more subscribers or keep the subscribers that they have. Right, right. That's a good point. Uh, I mean, I think over the weekend, Disney uh, Onward just was released on Disney Plus, and that got a lot of attention. A oh, lot yeah. of a lot of people were raving about how they were excited to see this new, basically this new movie on Disney Plus, and it, I think it was gaining more popularity that the fact that it was on Disney Plus so early and the fact that a lot of people were able to see it rather than it, its its original theatrical release. I feel like in this case, it was better for Onward to go on Disney Plus. And so maybe Disney saw that and was like, people are really excited about this. If we just do it again, uh, you know, people would, like you said, keep their subscription. Yep, so, and then we also, you know, Mulan's got a new date. It's going f- uh, from the 27th of, what's that? March, March yeah. till now, and now July 24th. Yeah, so, which I feel like straight a, to the summer. Yeah, that's a risky date, though, in my opinion. I feel like that's 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 a little too close. I know other movies have been pushed back in August, but in July, um, things can still be closed. So the fact that this date is a little bit closer than all the other ones, so like you said, we they've been pushing their movies back to the winter or even next year, and this one's like, oh, it's only two more months away. I'm like. All right, I, I really hope we can stick to that. Yeah, because, <laughs> because then we're, we might push it back even more, and then I don't even know what that date's gonna be. Like, are you if by you not sticking, like, what happens if that date is you have to push that back? Do you make the decision to push it back further and push other movies back as well, or do you be like, you know what, we tried, we didn't work out, we're now it's gonna be on Disney Plus? Yeah, I think it's all just gonna be like a like a push ripple effect like everything's just going to get pushed back yeah. just to give everything else it's the the time and space that it was originally due right exactly um along with mulan now coming out in july jungle cruise got a really big pushback it was supposed to be released july 24th of this year they pushed it all the way back to july 31st of next year i'm okay with that 
Now you weren't you weren't really <laughs> you weren't excited for The Rock and Emily Blunt and a, a, a Disney attraction movie. No, I I look at it and I go, oh, like you almost you almost know exactly what's gonna happen. Obviously, I don't know the fine details, but I can right. plot it out more or less. And it's like The Rock being The Rock. He's yeah. Just, He's that action guy now, but that's but but that's cool though. I mean, he was great, and I still haven't seen Jumanji too. It's good. I it's I I thought it was really good good things. Yeah, I hear a lot of good things. I hear a lot of good things about it. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. Maybe it's good. Maybe it's just as good as Jumanji. Like it to me, it just seems like it's on that same level. Same level with Jumanji. Yeah, his type of action film. That makes sense. I mean, I I see nothing else less than that as well. I don't know. I hopefully because last time. Disney came out with a, an, an attraction-based movie, from my knowledge, was Pirates of the Caribbean, and that was wildly successful. So yeah. I'm not sure if they're planning on trying to get the same success with, with Jungle Cruise. Who knows? But we're going to have to wait a year to find out, basically. More than they've a year. Got a, they've got a good chance, because The Rock, I mean, The Rock doesn't really make bad action movies like that. That's true. Well, did you see Rampage? That's a pretty bad action movie. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, okay. It was all right. It was okay. The Rock about, was like the one saving grace. I, I did see it, actually. Yeah. What about Skyscraper? That one I did not see. See, like, okay. to me, those two seem like they're on that same level. What about uh, 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 San, San Andreas? I did see San Andreas. I like San Andreas. You didn't like San Andreas? No, those three <laughs> movies I just listed was about the same... Like, yeah, The Rock was in it, but it just didn't hold any weight to me. See, no. I think San Andreas is like a little bit, like maybe a step above those two. Okay. Like if you had to rank those three movies, I would say the better of the three would be San Andreas. You see, I, I would I would have said the better of the three would be Skyscraper. Oh, well, I haven't seen Skyscraper. Well, oh, I guess okay. I haven't seen Skyscraper. So I, I guess for me it would be either that between that or Rampage. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll see. Either way, I, I don't agree that he's done perfect action flicks for well, sure. Well, he's not perfect. I mean, yeah. let's talk about Fast when he's, like, in the hospital. <laughs> he breaks his arm out of the cast and then grabs the minigun and shoots the helicopter down. So. <laughs> Touche. Yeah. Touché. Yeah. But I bet, but I bet you love every bit of that. Cause it's oh, about yeah. Family. It's all about family. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, all right, moving on to a movie that we're never going to see. Indiana Jones 5 got pushed <laughs> back yet Dang. again. It was supposed to be released on an unknown date of summer of 2021, and now they gave it another release date of September 29th, 2022. That is two and a half years away. I'm going to forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many other things coming out. <laughs> When that like when it gets close to them, be like, oh yeah, this movie was supposed to come out a long time ago. <laughs> I I I don't even know how old Harris, Harrison Ford is right now, oh. but I don't <laughs> think he can do Indiana Jones anymore. Like that, I mean, what what do you think? You think Harrison Ford still got it in him? Yeah, I mean Harrison Ford is an amazing actor. I just Not but that, that doesn't mean. But that doesn't mean that he's going to be the saving grace of the franchise. I didn't see the last one, the one with Shia LaBeouf. Oh, you did? But I heard it wasn't, I heard it wasn't that great. It wasn't. Oh, I mean, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll put it in perspective here then. All right, Ernesto. Uh, when 
Right now, Harrison Ford is 77 years old. Kudos to him. (laughs) Yeah. When this movie comes out, he would be, let's see, he would be 80. He would be 80 years old when this movie comes out. Right. That's what that's just one thing. When he made Indiana Jones four, he was 65. (laughs) That's your retirement movie. That's your one last ride, Harrison Ford. 65. Now almost 15. What was what was so bad about the last one? Uh, Well, I would just say this. Because I don't want to ruin anything for you, but I think the most ridiculous thing out of anything from that movie is Shia LaBeouf swinging, swinging on the branches and vines of trees with monkeys. That that it went that level. Oh, it went it went that level of just what the hell is going on? Um, but yeah, I don't know. Hair like even even that movie, uh, Shia LaBeouf was kind of like. Not to say that they were passing the torch, but it it did feel that way of like, yeah, you know, they, they could continue the series and and this could be somewhat kind of of a new Indiana Jones if Shia LaBeouf was up for it. Uh, obviously, he was younger, uh, but like that that yeah, that movie just felt like one last ride vibes. And I'm not sure which story they got for Indiana Jones five, but he better be you know maybe the Adventures of the Retirement Home or the well, obviously, obviously he's hopefully going to be in some kind of a mentor as a some kind of a mentor. They don't need he doesn't need to be out there cracking the whip. <laughs> Which... that <guy>. so, yeah, <laughs> he doesn't need to put he'll probably put on the hat and they'll do it like a shot of him like in a couple minute, like a minute of him just putting the hat on and just, yeah. oh, my God, and he put the hat on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they could go down that route. You know, I, I'll be OK with that if he's in a mentor role. I, again, I just felt like Indiana Jones was a little bit. Indiana Jones four was a little bit like that. He did have like he was, you know, you know, given his old tricks. But I just, I'm just at this point, I'm just really curious what you're gonna do with this because I'm not saying that it's gonna be a bomb. And I know we already know that uh, Steven Spielberg dropped out of the movie, and there was rumored that James Mangold, who's the director of Logan and Ford v Ferrari, which he's a great director, yeah. coming in. And possibly directing Indiana Jones five, I'll be like, all right, yeah, give me that movie. Um, but I feel like you got to you got to give me something else because if it's just him, I, I'm not gonna believe it, man. It's just. <laughs> but unless, either unless, way, you, either way, we're still gonna watch it. And we'll yeah, talk about it. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, <laughs> we're still gonna watch it regardless. Uh, and now moving on to Marvel Studios. Marvel has uh, did a huge switch up on their lineup. Basically, what they did is that. All the movies that were supposed to come out in certain times have just been pushed back. So every movie that was supposed to have their own release date got pushed back to the next movie's release date. Mm-hmm. So uh, Black Widow was supposed to come out this May, May 1st. They got pushed back to uh, November 6th of this year. That share, that used to be the date of Eternals. Uh, now Eternals is being pushed back to February 12th with uh, uh, Shang-Chi. Um, now with in May of 2021, Doctor Strange got pushed back to November of 2021. Thor: Love and Thunder got pushed back to February 2022. Um, funny enough, the date that did not change was Black Panther 2, 
and that kept its original release date of May 8th, 2022. Ryan Coogler's like, no, you're not touching my movie. Not touching my movie. <laughs> not touching That's my right. He, he is coming back, right? He is coming yeah, yeah. back to the Yeah, he, yes, he is. Which, good, because that Black Panther was amazing. Like I said, if you even if you haven't seen any of his other films, Fruitvale Station or Creed, definitely mm-hmm. need to check those out. I haven't seen Fruitvale Station, but Creed, I, I have seen it. Creed was you a great movie. To, that is a great, damn, that's a great film, especially for him and Michael B. Jordan. Great okay. film. Okay. Um, and then in the midst of all these changes, uh, Marvel announced the release date for Captain Marvel 2, which is now July 8th, 2022. So. So yeah, definitely a lot of shaking up on their on their lineup. So hopefully we can stick to these new dates, but it is possible that we could be these movies could be getting pushed back even more, or even resorting to putting them on streaming service if it if it gets to that point. So it'll be interesting to see what what turns out with all this. But that's all the news that we got for this week. All right, Matt, what you watching? What you got? All right, so let's start off with a movie Amazon original called Troop Zero. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a movie about a girl who's kind of living in a redneck town, small town, and she dreams about being in space. She loves, she loves space. And, and then, and so she's kind of an oddball too. She's not really fitting with all the kids, but then there's like this competition where if uh, anybody like in the, in the Girl Scouts and this, in these troops, if you win this particular competition, this guy who is from NASA is will record you and that recordings that go out into space mm. and on the next launch and she is all about that so what she does is that she you know forms a ragtag of ragtag group of individuals to f- start this girl scout troop so she could enter this competition to possibly win a recording uh into sp- so she can you know record into space um it wasn't bad it was it was just all right. There's not a lot of noteworthy. Uh, Jim uh, Jim Gaffigan was in it. Uh, Viola Davis was in it. Viola, Viola Davis was the troop leader in that in this whole operation. Uh, I think she did good. Um, uh, Al, uh, what damn? What's her name? Allison Jenny, I believe her name. Allison Janney. She was in uh, I I Tori, and uh, she's in Moms. She's the mother in Mom. Uh, either way, she, she, <laughs> she's she's a good actress, and she was in this movie as well. Um, but yeah, the movie was just all right, nothing nothing great. It was like a good, uh, let's see, it was like a good, I wouldn't say feel good movie. It's just a movie you can put in the background, I guess. Okay. Uh, not not much to it. I also saw a movie called Last Christmas, which is stars uh, well, Emily Clark, who plays. Uh, Wow, Daenerys. Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark, yes. Uh, She plays Daenerys in Game of Thrones. Khaleesi. And uh, and then also, uh, I don't know his name, something Golding. And he plays a love interest in this movie. He was also in Crazy Rich Agents and The Gentleman. And this movie kind of took me by surprise. So uh, uh, Amelia Clark likes to play these quirky characters in in the movies there was another one that that she was in that she also played a quirky character so this one is just like she's having a rough time kind of fitting in it's christmas time she works at a christmas shop and then she runs into this to this guy 
and this guy, you know, is like doing uh, it's kind of like, you know, he's interested in her and they go on dates and whatnot. And it just seemed like an average movie until about two thirds of the way in. And then and then it just drops you something. And I literally I was sitting there and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, oh, OK, we went we went there. And the rest of the movie, now you're looking at it in a different perspective. I don't want to give away the ending or, in this case, the twist. But there is a twist to a Christmas movie that I was not expecting at all. So that was kind of refreshing to see that, like, a movie that's just a comedy romance give you a pretty good twist. Um, that So, like, if, if you're looking for a good twist, I recommend that movie. But other than, unfortunately, other than the twist, it really wasn't that uh notable mm. other than other than that so uh if you if you want to watch a christmas movie in, in april you can watch that one i guess <laughs> <laughs> um and then i also watched a movie called between two ferns the movie do you know what between oh, two uh, ferns it's like the zach alifanakis internet show yes something like that. Yeah, it's on a website called Funny or Die, and it's uh, created by Will Ferrell. He owns the website. And Zach Galifianakis brings in celebrities, and he asks them awkward questions. Uh, and it's quite funny. And and, it, and j- just like the short, the shorts that you see online, the movie is pretty much exactly the same. He's, he's interviewing people. Will Ferrell's in it. And then something happens to his studio. And I guess Zach Galifianakis has a dream to be a network host like a late night show host. And so to prove to Will Ferrell that he can do it and be charged of this network, he needs to go on the road and film 10 of these shorts. So he's going around. And so like, basically it's a road trip movie. And then every now and then he sits down with a celebrity and awkwardly interviews him. And so like uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is in it. Uh, Brie Larson's in it. Tessa Thompson's in it. Paul Rudd, Matthew McConaughey, uh, uh, David Letterman, uh, again, Will Ferrell's in it, but he wasn't being interviewed. He's like the one who owns the website, which is true. Mm. Um, there is a lot of, a lot of other actors that I can't think of right now that are in this movie that are being awkwardly interviewed. Oh, Peter Dinklage is in it. Oh, um, nice. So, and it was like, it was, I feel like it was the, the part that really sold it for me was just how awkward the movie was. And it was just entertaining to watch. Like, and then especially when he gets down to like actually interviewing the stars, like he just rips them and it's hilarious. <laughs> um, so yeah. So if, like, if you're looking for like a, a goofy, a goofy movie, like a, like a quirky, not a really quirky, but it's like, I feel like there were times where it gets like a little bit too ridiculous. And like that, that sounds about right for Zach Galifianakis to give me a two over the top ridiculous movie. But for some reason it worked for me. So if you're looking for a good laugh, I guess, and if that's your type of comedy, then you can watch that movie. Uh, and then after that, I was I've just been binge watching Ozark, the the show that you've been. Ooh, how far are you? I am about halfway through episode seven of season one. Of season one, yeah, yeah. And just what do you think of the show so far? I will is say it everything. That... What do you, is it? How did I describe it for you? Like, did I sell it okay? I I would say this. I don't feel like we've hit the peak of episode one. I feel like episode one you mean really season passed. one. No, no, episode one of season one. Like you feel I, like... like I feel like that the the series as of right now has not hit. Like I thought episode one was great, and I, we haven't been on that same level since then. 
Yeah, it's a lot of setup now. It's a lot, of, yeah. So like, I feel like, like you said, we we are we are setting up to things. I'm along for the ride right now. I'm not saying that I'm like I'm going to stop watching. There are a couple of interesting tidbits, and I do feel like we are inching towards something. I just don't know what craziness is going to come about it, but I don't feel like this. We are at the crazy part yet, and just like Breaking Bad, there's a lot of buildup, and then once we get there, we get there. So I'm willing to give it its due. And let it build up to what it needs to be. Give, you know, character development. Give us small little shockers. I feel like this, these are one of these movies where I'm, like, counting his money. Like, how much money does he have? All right, well, if you put some aside and you put some away. And then, like, I'm counting movie money like it matters. It doesn't matter. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm invested into these, to these, to these millions that he has. But I will say that the first episode really got my attention. I was like, oh, damn. Like, especially spoiler spoiler alert for when that for the first episode when that guy fell fell from the 80 foot story building like <laughs> jason bateman was about to walk in that building and was like you know what wife that's it we're done i'm gonna give you a piece of my mind and pow pow, pow. i'm like <laughs> oh yeah bateman you better turn your ass around you good. don't you don't need that <laughs> you don't need that in your life man just turn it just turn around turn around <laughs> you don't need that uh, yeah, so that definitely packed a punch. And it was even what even shocked me even more was that when the episode ended, it said directed by Jason Bateman. I was like, what? Oh, yeah. He directed that episode? He directed the first episode of season because I'm on season. We're, we're watching season three right now. And it's season three is just just as good. Just as good. The story is still super interesting, even on the later on season. So. You got you have a lot to look forward to, but he directed um, season three, episode one as well. Okay, all right. So I think he's won an Emmy for directing one of the episodes of of Ozark, and and it, it's it's great. I didn't really see him as a director. I see him more. I, I know he's directed a movie called Bad Words, and he also starred in it. But like again, that's a comedy. That's more of his realm. But mm-hmm. like to see something like this dark. I was like, wow, like this but is there's a lot of there's a lot of dark humor elements within the show itself. Yes. Agreed. Yeah, for sure. His wife is amazing. I, I really like her character. Uh, like it's, it's almost like she played like not to say this innocent, but she was she was having an affair. And like you and like Jason Bateman found out that's like one of the first things you see at the beginning of the first episode. And so he's in there. He's like, yeah, you go you go get her like you're on his side. And then now you slowly like they're developing their own characters and they're being individualized. And now for her, you can just easily see that she's also a no bullshit type of person as much as Jason Bateman was in that first episode. Like they like it's like really zero to 100 real quick when it comes to like pretending. And like when they realize there's a point where you can't bullshit no more, then they just give it to you straight. And like they say, like, look, this is what's going on. All right. And they just go for it. Um, And that's what I think what I appreciate this show a lot about. It's just like they really don't mess around. And Jason Bateman does a really good job. And like he's like he's always scouring. I don't feel like he's at a level of like we're breaking bad. I feel like he starts off like uh, Walter White starts off with like a little bit of an innocence to him. And I like there's no way I ever thought that Jason Bateman was innocent in any means. He's just trying to survive. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't want to say anything. 
Okay, all right, fair enough. <laughs> I don't want because uh, anything anything I say will get it might give something away. So I like okay. I don't even want to hit I don't even want to hit at anything. Just keep watching. All right, fair enough, fair enough. We'll, we'll get we'll, we'll get to the same point eventually. How, how far are you in season three? Um, I think we're episode three three or four you know they some, sometimes they just blend together yeah exactly i think exactly. actually i think we just started four i think we just started episode four okay all right so and then there's still 10 episodes in season three yeah so you're approaching the halfway mark all right yeah. uh yeah hopefully by this week i'll finish season one uh megan's at season two episode three so once i get there then we're going to start watching it together because right now I'm kind of watching a little bit on my own. So I'm trying to catch up. But once we are at the same point, then it's going to be like our show to watch and continue. <laughs> so we'll, 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 it will get there a lot quicker then. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's all I got. So what, what have you been watching? Uh, so like I also, you know, we're watching Ozark, as I mentioned. Um, and then last week after we talked, we kind of had like a movie night, and we wa- on Disney Plus we watched the movie Jack with Robin Williams. Have you ever seen it? Oh yeah, I what, have, I've seen. What a great movie! What a great, great fan. It's like it's like one of my favorite, one of my most favorite Robin Williams films. Uh, Even though me what the movie was again. Um, so he's born. Uh, Robin Williams is born with the like, he has like his cells generate. Like he's, it's like Benjamin Button almost. Oh, that's that's right, that's right. So he he ages four times faster than what he is. So like she was only like two months preg, two or three months pregnant, and he was like full term. So like when he was when he was going in, I think in the movie set it up when he was going into, I think it was fifth grade or some some grade in elementary school. He was like he looked like he was forty years old. That's right, he was right. ten. He the movie showed him as a ten year old, but he looked like he was a forty. He was it was Robin Williams playing a ten year old in the body of a forty year old. Right, right, because he because obviously he's he's growing ten times faster. But I think there was there was a point, in, if from what I remember of this movie, that then he then he like catch up with himself, or there was like a serum no. that he he never he never became like an a, an adult. No, 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 no. I mean, he was an adult. I mean, spoiler alert, at the end of the film, they end at his high school graduation, and he's like like a senior citizen. Like, he's like an old man. Like, his whole life, he basically spent his whole life, like, going to school, striving to get to get a good education, you know? And then, yeah. obviously, they don't they obviously don't show you, like, when he dies, but it's assumed. And I actually didn't know this, but the movie was directed by Francis Coppola. Oh, really? Like oh. the the guy who directed the Godfather movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that, also, yeah. the one the one thing that kind of leaves like a sour taste in my mouth is that Bill Cosby's in the movie. Oh, he plays his men. He plays his uh, mentor. It's just so. It's like I still enjoy the movie, but like like it was a point I was like oh I was like I was like oh look there's Bill Cosby. <laughs> yeah. Like oh like we got man. A- this movie didn't age well in that particular area. Well, you know what? That doesn't – if you don't know anything about that and just look at the character, like the movie, like his character in the movie, everything was great besides what he – what unspeakable shit he did in his own in his personal life. You right, know, the right. movie is still great. Jennifer Lopez plays the, the teacher in school. 
Oh, like, okay. Yeah, and so it's, it's got a really good cast. Consider this movie came out in 1996. Like, it's ages pretty well. Like, it's still a great movie. Like, my son, they first, they didn't want to watch it because it looked like in like one of those old movies. Like, yeah, nah, right. this doesn't look good. So then, like, ten, literally, like, five minutes into the first scene, they're, like, just, like, eyes just locked on to, like, oh, this story seems kind of interesting. And then they were fully hooked in, like, ten minutes into the film. Yeah, and, and like, are they familiar with Robin Williams at all? We we start putting it together because they know that that's how, you know, like, oh, yeah, do you know he him? Like, oh, he was a genie in Aladdin. And then they loved Miss because another movie I introduced them to was Mrs. Doubtfire. So right, we, watched right. Mrs. Doubt, we watched Mrs. Doubtfire and I'm like, oh, that's Mrs. Doubtfire. So they've already recognized him in a bunch of different other films and like his voice okay. and stuff like that. Now, do, do they know that he's he's passed away at this point yeah. or no? Yeah, do they do. Yeah. Yeah, they I, I mean, it's just interesting to see like someone's body of work of like someone who is now had passed away, but we were alive when he was here, and now you can appreciate all of the films that he's done in, the, in his past. Yeah, because that I mean, it's kind of weird to talk about, but it's like that's all we have left of him is his right, work. exactly. Mm-hmm. It's his work that he left for us, you know. Um, I don't remember if we talked about it last week, but we finished the morning show season one. Yeah, uh, I don't. Think we? I don't think I got your reactions of how. I don't. I think you were still in the process. I don't think you finished it yet. Uh, I enjoyed it. I think. I think it was good. They definitely set up. They set up for a good second season. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm excited to see what what more is to come. Um, and then, I guess we, we can go ahead and go into. We're gonna go ahead and go into our spoiler review. Of Netflix originals, <laughs> Kareem. <laughs> Before we do that, I have one. I have one question for you with the the morning show. Okay. Uh, what what? How do you feel about the actual ending of the show, like uh, of that season, like the way that they ended it? I still left the season not liking Jennifer Aniston's character, but I understand her motivations. Okay. So I understand what she's doing, but there's just, there's just there's just certain aspects of her character that I just don't care for, and I just it's just I don't know what it is. I don't know what, from episode one, like I told you, there's just something yeah. about her character I just don't like. But I still love Reese Witherspoon's character. I um, it's good, it's good. There's still there's definitely there's obviously a lot more to the story that we have haven't gotten. The one moment I really like is in the finale. It's not really a spoiler alert. Is when Jennifer Aniston's on the desk. And uh, direct, <laughs> the producer's talking to her, and she just yeah. he's she's got him blocked out. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, and I think just, so. <laughs> and she just throws a cup of water in his face. It's like <laughs> she basically tells him to fuck off. Like, yeah. Was, and I thought that was like I was like, oh shit, like, that was really funny to watch. And but, then the uh, people the people went to go wipe off. Like, Don't worry about the water on the desk. It's fine. <laughs> Oh, I died. When she said that, I died laughing. I said, I can only imagine, like, being at work, like, leave the water on the desk. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, like, you go in, you push it on TV, and you see all that water. She's like, oh, somebody didn't wipe the desk down today. Yeah, <laughs> someone didn't do their job. <laughs> but you know what else was funny? I also had a good a good laugh. And, and you know what's weird? That this is – the moment that they were leading up to is not a laughing matter. But no. everything leading up to it was pretty comical in some ways. And so so I liked it when 
uh, like she was trying to tell the the story, and then uh, Jennifer Anderson was, and then she tossed to Reese Witherspoon. She's like, "You got this." She's like, "You yeah, know, no, it's okay. I got it." And she's reading the story, and then Jennifer Anderson gets up, That's right. and, and then she just starts walking in front of the camera back and forth. <laughs> she was, she, and she's like reading the story. You see her like behind her in her shot, just yeah. walk, just <laughs> passing by. <laughs> It's like, what are you doing? Sit down. <laughs> at that moment in the show, we don't know what exactly was going on. And honestly, I was looking at the runtime and I'm like, we got about five more minutes left in this episode. What what is going on here? Did you pause the episode to see how much longer you had left? No, I I didn't pause it, but I, I did Look. like I looked, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I know we were close, and I'm like, we are almost done here. Like, are we getting to something? Because like I I feel like there's at least three minutes of credits so what what else we got Yeah I like uh, how they set up they set up that like level of uncertainty like like you knew it was coming to the end but like it's different when you kind of know what's gonna happen but you right. almost you really didn't know what was gonna happen like, no, at least I, I didn't Yeah like it, like it it took you a while to figure it like you had to like I don't know there's no way you really could have figured out that that what was gonna happen. Yeah, it, it, that's a really good point. It's like, like you said, you have a, you have an idea, but don't know which way, which direction they're gonna go with it. And I, I'm not saying, I mean, I'm pretty satisfied with how they ended the season. And like I was telling you, and I, I'm not sure if you agree with me on this, but like, if they ended the show there, if this was a mini series, could you see that as a possible ending to the show? No, I would have wanted. I would wanted one, like one more rap, like one more episode as like an epilogue. Yeah. To be that the book end on that story. But I, I mean, so I'm OK with the way they ended it. But I would have I felt like we could have gotten a little we should have gotten a little more like maybe next season is going to be about more about Steve Carell's character. Yeah. Cause, I mean, spoiler alert, this whole season was basically spent on like his downfall, but the understanding of why he fell. Right. Yeah, pretty much. It's, it's like, again, like doing a good job of showing everyone's perspective and where their mindset is at. Even the higher ups, like the the people who own the network, we got yeah. uh, kind of a glimpse of where their mind was in this whole situation. Um, and like, you know, you have this newcomer who wanted to basically make a big moves into this into this network. And he was trying to do that as well. I, I thought that the show is really well done. Um, yeah, no, definitely. I agree. I, I'm looking forward to see, you know, hopefully uh, they come, hopefully the new season comes out, you know, on schedule. That's very true. Uh, but like you were saying, Ernesto, now <laughs> let's start. Let's talk about this movie that you that we are watching for our review this week, which is Netflix original Coffee and Kareem, directed by Michael Douse. I think his name yeah. is. Yes. Yeah. yeah Michael right. Douse. He direct. He also directed Stuber. Right? Um, he directed, I haven't seen most of the other stuff he's done. He did two episodes of Future Man. That's that, epi- that's that show that's on Hulu. He did, he directed an episode of Preacher. That's Seth Rogen's show on AMC. Um, yeah, nothing else, nothing else that I noticed, but man, I don't like to say that movies are bad, but this movie was not good. <laughs> So people, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Because you have some really great names in this film. 
from like long-standing comic David Allen Greer, a very you know respectable actor, to Harry P. Henson, who was in uh, most of the astronaut film she was in. Uh, um, hidden figures. She was hidden figures. Great. I mean, she is a great actress. And you have Ed Helms, which is this is his realm is his comedy, which is that's fine. So he so I mean realistically he should have been in his element, but man. This movie, I just, I just felt like it. I tried to do what Good Boys, it tried to replicate what Good Boys did and failed miserably. <laughs> like I feel like he just handed this little kid a script and they say, hey, anytime you feel like cursing, just throw a fuck in there. <laughs> just anytime you feel you're feeling a fuck, just, 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 just let it fly. <laughs> because you know what I mean. Like I felt like. I felt like the cursing in Good Boys, like I felt like it was very like it was smartly placed. Like they were very smart about how they did it. Like in this one, they just told this kid, like, hey kid, you wanna curse? You watch Good Boys? I just want you to just here, just say fuck whenever you want. Just whatever you feel like saying it. Like there was a point at the end of the film where Tahari Tahari Henson, who plays his mother, there, you know, it's towards the resolution, and he curses, and she literally makes a comment about his curse, about his cursing, and the next literal line, he curses, like li- the literal next line of the film, he curses, and she's like, "Ah, oh, boys will be boys," like, what do you mean? Smack <laughs> <laughs> him around, and like, they made they made Ed Helms into be like a Paul Blart mall cop, but like a worse version of him, like, like. <laughs> didn't even take out the bad guy like he's just like he was just like stupidly stumbling around at one point his face was burnt off his foot was run over like he was just all kind of jacked up like and none of his i just i just didn't care for this film i actually fell asleep the first time watching it and then was mad because i was like damn it i have to go finish this damn movie for our review this week <laughs> so i had to go back and finish watching this movie <laughs> so get me because oh will i ever watch this movie again no never I can't. Bad because I like crude humor. I like things. I mean, obviously, if I like good boys, that's pretty crude. But I feel like there's a difference when, like, I don't know. Like, it. You need to be. It needs to be. You need to be. If you're gonna do that, you need to be smart about it. It needs to be for a reason. Like, I felt like they kind of wove that into the story of Good Boys. Uh, I I really can't top what you just said. It was I felt like there was so much burning rage of passion that you just needed to let out about how much you didn't like this movie and you just let it all out and it was and glorious. I, I really don't like to shit on films like that. But damn, <laughs> it was really bad. Like <laughs> You you know uh, before before I say my my piece on this film uh, I I think it's a little bit refreshing that we are uh, there is a there is a negative notation of of a film that we're reviewing because like we've like like for most of the reviews that we've done we go to the theater for it and there is a precedent of like all right we know at least somewhat what we're getting into with this movie when we when we walk into the theater we have an idea already you know it's mainly the biggest blockbuster that's our normal but because we are now here. 
at home, we are left to our devices, which is the streaming services. Coffee and Kareem just came out on Friday on Netflix, and we didn't really know what we were going to get into. It's very little. It's like I didn't. I only saw the like the first couple minutes of the trailer. I'm like, all right, you know, this. I had a, I, I chuckled for a second. So I didn't even watch the trailer. You didn't even watch didn't the trailer. Watch, I didn't even watch the trailer. <laughs> and so I was like, all right, you know, let's let's do this and. Boy, you know, you know, before, you know, what? I, I want to bring some good points into this movie, though. I want to bring out I, some good points. I, well, I don't have all negative. The one positive thing there were like, I guess, the, I guess for me, it's one. There's one good moment in the film okay. where the mom, Tahari Henson, where she's locked up and the bad guys are going to come get her. And they took what is normally in the film like, oh, they kidnapped my mom. They turned it into like a comedy where she became like the strong the strong presence in the film. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like they, she beats everybody yeah, up. Yeah, they came to get her, and, you know, she started hiding, and they were like, don't mess with single moms. Like, yeah. <laughs> she, she, like, beat the shit out of these bad guys. I thought that was, like, I thought that was funny. That To me, yeah. that was funny. That's, I will say there were some funny moments in this movie, but like I said, before I talk about, you know, what my thoughts, I want to bring out some good points into it. Uh, first... The movie was only an hour and a half. It could have it been was, longer. It was an hour and 28 minutes. You're right. It was an hour and 28 minutes. It could have been longer, right? So <laughs> that's a good point to look into it. That's not – that's not. That's like a good outlook on the film. That's uh, an hour and 28 minutes. I could have been playing Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ed, Ed Helms was in the movie, who was also in The Office. And The Office is a good show. So he that's a – Hangover, which is also in, a good film. Yeah, so, you know, that's a positive, that he was in other movies. Not good in this movie. <laughs> I like him. I like his work. I think he's really funny. He's just, it just, I didn't like the way they wrote his character. I just, I just didn't like the writing in this movie. I didn't, I, maybe that's what it, the writing for me just really just put a bad taste in my mouth. So, funny thing about the writing in this movie, uh, the writer is... I, I wrote it down. Oh, there it is. Uh, the the writer of this movie is Shane Mack, right? He's this is his first time he's he's done a featured film. So get, you know to to give him some due, this is his first outing. But okay, with that though, I don't think anybody read his script because <laughs> because I agree with you 100 percent or now. So this movie was all over the place, and I don't everybody in that movie. Uh, like you said, they were just throwing expletives all over the place whenever they felt like it. I don't think I cannot believe that it was written in the script a thousand times to say like, oh, you want me to say fuck at least five times in the next two sentences? OK, yeah. I can I can do that. No, somebody <laughs> that was improv. This whole movie, I feel like. I think he did write the script. He wrote the first page and was like, Coffee and Kareem, directed by Michael Douse and written by me. And then you flip the next page and it just says improvise. Yeah. <laughs> it's like everybody else has lines and his line, he just respond with some sort of fuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, this movie was all over the place and not for the right reasons at all. I felt like everybody was yelling. And there was about halfway through the movie. I'm like, why are we yelling? The the kid is just like, like every chance he get he got, he was just yelling something. Like even when he was being nice, he was yelling at him. 
I'm like, but why are we yelling? We don't need to yell. <laughs> we don't need to yell. <laughs> we don't need to yell. It's 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 not. It wasn't necessary. Um, it, there was a scene where the where the movie where he he finds the cop car and he starts driving, and now then they were gone into a car chase. Oh, gee. And, and <laughs> I remember. <laughs> and like I was like, first of all, you're like twelve. There's no way you can learn how to drive that fast and 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 not only drive that fast but just like be very skilled yeah. at driving that well. Like you're dodging evil even into traffic. I'm like I'm not buying this, man. Yeah, you should tell them to give me a fucking license. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like these crazy just weird one-liners. Like she's chasing him and she's already mad. He's yeah. like, what? You, you look like a broke ass Taylor Swift. I forget yeah. where the line was. She's yeah. like, oh, I've been enraged by a twelve year old. Yeah, ah, ah, I'm gonna waste all my bullets. Shoot him. <laughs> so that actress name, she played Detective Watch, and her name, her name, her actress, her real name is Betty uh, Giplin or Gilpin, Gilpin, Betty Gilpin. Man, I feel like if there was anybody I hated the most was her. Yeah, her she, character was literally the worst. <laughs> like. I mean, aside from every, I don't feel like there was. A, I think the biggest problem I have with this movie is that they, their moments where they had heart, they didn't use it. They, they they threw it away, and 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 then we, when we tried, there wasn't a likable person in that movie. I did not care for anybody's well being. I didn't care what they did or what they ate for lunch. I didn't care what they thought about. I didn't care what you did because there was nothing in there that made me want to like you. I think you brought up a really good point that they had a setup to really tell a really good story about the relate the growing relationship between a stepfather and a new man entering his life. Like they yes. really could have they had they could they could have done a comedy like that. I maybe that's what they were trying maybe that's what they were trying to do. But I feel like they just – they really just missed the mark 100 percent, like just way off. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, like if you if you were gonna, if you were to give that movie like – or not that scene, that particular scene, a heart-to-heart moment, like – but you want to create everything else crazy around it. They were already in a strip club to begin with, and then they're having this like heart-to-heart conversation about, yeah, you know, my, my dad was a real dick too um, – and, you know, I didn't really have a great relationship with my father. And I know you didn't have a great relationship with your father. He's like, oh, no, my father died. And I was like, well, OK, well, we threw that storyline out the window. It was like unnecessary joke after unnecessary joke that didn't really elevate anything. And so that the point where, like, you could have left room for, like, this moment where, all right, it is a comedy and it's raunchy, but you can still have heart in it as well. And it and it didn't – it just left out all the heart that it could have been. And like, I would even accept in the movie if any even try to have heart and it was just full comedy raunchy. That's what I'm going for. But they, I felt like there were elements that they tried and yeah. they just didn't go for it. It was like this weird middle ground. Like they didn't really commit either. They did. I felt like they didn't commit either way. Right. Like it was either you'd be completely outlandish where they were, which they were, but yeah. they also muddled with trying to have a good message. Like, I don't know. They had they there's a balance and they just they didn't it wasn't wasn't the right mix. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. Uh, there was like going back to uh to Detective Watts, like she entered the movie being very cocky, like I'm I'm the shit. Like super and then, cock. 
a super like a super cop right and then you know an officer was down and she was racing to the scene and like you just never liked her either like i say you didn't like anybody in this movie but like they they they're really pa- really painting a picture that she was very cocky and you weren't supposed to like her and then all of a sudden i don't know what happened to her but that you could not like somebody and you classified as a villain but she went full like crazy like like mental and like she was like smoking cocaine and she ended up being the villain and then like even she was trying to do the drug deal and she's like no no that's fine the, the drugs are fine it's 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 just a little bit burnt like 20, i'll give you 10 percent off okay you know what you 50 percent 20 percent 25 percent off the drugs i'm like why are you yelling again i think because remember she like right before that she had like tried bit she's like look it's fine and then she's like oh i actually did cocaine that's what cocaine tastes like <laughs> right yeah it's it but i don't know it's like it was like really an, again but she was even doing that she was being all crazy before that scene she was yeah. like in the scene previous on the car chase uh i i will i did say i did laugh a little bit i did give a little chuckle when they were going around the roundabout like a thousand times like they were both in the car oh, chase yeah. and they entered that roundabout and they just kept going around and around and no one was really leaving who's the chasing each other <laughs> yeah exactly yeah like oh that's kind of funny um but yeah ed helms I, I was never big Ed Helms fan. Um, I, I didn't really care for him in The Office. Really? I, thought, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't care for him at all in The Office. I thought they really turned him into a dick toward the end of that se- that series. Uh, I didn't like him. Um, what was the other person? Uh, uh, Hangover. I I thought he was I thought he was okay in The Hangover. He definitely played more of a, a not to say like the he played like the responsible one. Mm-hmm. Like the one who doesn't go out and do crazy stuff. And I feel like that character works for him a lot more than the officer who does crazy. No, he will. That, that, his particular character here didn't do crazy stuff. He was basically just being a pushover by everybody. Yeah. And, and that, it just didn't, that didn't have a good look for him. But also like, like he, he also showed no effort to be with the kid. Like you can tell he wanted to get away from him as much as possible yeah. It's not even like he was trying to be a a good almost stepfather or being a good boyfriend or like being a good uh, uh, adult or parental figure. Like he he didn't want to be with the kid as much as the kid didn't want to be with him. Exactly. And so like when you when you throw that in there and you're trying to put comedy in it, it's just like harsh words after harsh words. And it's not even like, oh, it's funny, but you still kind of like him. And it's like. No, you no. you guys don't like each other at all. It's it was almost depressing, and then especially with uh, uh, Tahari Henson, like you can do better than that. I I felt and like you mean like her being with Ed Helms. No, not no. I mean being <laughs> in this movie. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess I I mean I I don't know. But you know what? She was to me. She was one of the highlights of the film. Like she was. I actually. She was. I was not bothered by her character. Not like I, I, I was mean, the others. I was a little bit. I mean. I mean. I feel like obviously more so than others. But I guess I can agree with you that she wasn't the biggest problem of the movie. But I don't think she helped with the movie either. She, oh no, she wasn't. I mean, she was like barely in the movie. Well, that's true. She's probably like, I, you know, I'll be in your stupid ass movie, but uh, I'm only gonna go in there for like a, a, a couple amount of screen time. But you know what? You know, going back to like, she was all right. The part that I didn't like with her character was actually at the very, very end of the movie, which that was a a, a garbage fire of an ending 
for sure. Like like the play the place is going into a full blaze. Everyone's running around. And like you said earlier, you made a really good point. He walked out of there all kinds of fucked up. His face was burnt. He was limping. All the explosions were going off. And he walked out of there like a hero. I'm like, you didn't do anything, Ed Helms. You were just running around trying to escape. And like, yeah, you maybe like punched or somebody trying to get out, but like, it's not like you were the hero in this situation. Exactly. And even in the end, even at the end of it, when there was a chance for him to do something and be the hero to make that final win, he still did nothing because it, right. <laughs> it was still it was the mom who actually took care of who actually took care of the bad guy at the end. Right. Right. And I need, I hated that scene. Like that whole scene played out where he walked out and he's looking at the he's like, Oh my god, you're alive, that's great. No, I really would I really hope you weren't dead. We had a great connection. We we went through this whole hour and twenty-eight minutes of a bond that we've created that no one was buying, and now we can be friends and you can date my mom. I know you hated dating my mom. And then he kind of goes in, they're all like the these they're all uh in the ambulance and they're being checked on, and then she uh Tahaji Henson goes to Ed Helms is like, yeah. And they're saying some other words I don't remember. And then he goes into it and was like, would you marry me? I was like, that wasn't earned at all. Yeah. You just how much shit you talked about her son and all that. Like all of a sudden we're just going to skip to marriage. How, how early is this relationship? Exactly. So you went through this whole situation and it's not like you, not like you even did it with her. You did it with her son. And then like so then that gratifies like you know what i want to marry you like no ed helms that is not the thing you say at the end of that situation and then they should have let him they should have let him do it and then she says no No. (laughs) Uh, that's not happening thanks for saving my son but or no actually actually, you didn't save my son i saved my son because i ran with him out of the burning building and what did you do ed helms not a damn thing you fought the girl. She technically won, and then you <laughs> limped out, limped out of a burning of an of an exploding building, got put on a stretcher, and then I shot the bad guy. Yeah, the and end. so like I hated, I, again going back, I hated that scene because she's like, would you? He's like, would you marry me? And she was like, we'll see what happens after the scars heal. You know, making a little joke because he looks ugly as fuck right now. And then, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, uh, Detective Watts. Going in there as equally as crazy, she's like, ah, and like she pulls out a gun and starts aiming it at Ed Helms. And then Tahaji Henson pulls the gun out of Ed Helms' holster and then shoots her. And I don't even know what she said. And I was like, that wasn't even needed in the movie. We didn't need that either. Like you could have just let her die. We don't need this crazy, I'm now a badass. Like, ooh, this is what a gun feels like? No. <laughs> no, that didn't need to happen at all. That was uh, a dumb move, and I hated it a lot. Um, yeah, I really hope they're not planning for a sequel because yeah, definitely not. Not not no, it's not needed. Uh, the director Michael Douse, uh, he did direct Stuber, which I was surprised to see that after I saw this movie. I'm like, wow, you know, Stuber wasn't horrible. It wasn't the greatest comedy I've ever seen, but I I laughed, uh, you know, I chuckled a little bit. You laughed more than this one? Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. And, like, the premise was somewhat comical. Um, And so, like, I thought the movie was, you know, 
you know, all right. Like it, I didn't really have, I didn't have a lot of bad things to say about it. It was kind of like when you walk into the theater, you know what you were going to expect. A com, it's going to be a comedy. You have Dave Bautista who's big and strong, and he's going to act big and strong. And then you have Kumel who's who's this Uber driver, and he's an Uber driver. Like the, all this is viable. I get it. And he's a funny guy, so he could probably improvise and say some funny shit. Um, so yeah, that movie worked for what it was, but this movie did not work at all. And like, I don't want to, you know, talk shit about the kid. I think, I think the kid did fine for what he is. I don't know if he's done in other movies, but like, if this was his first movie, I don't feel like this was a good one to start your career with. That's for sure. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I just, I don't understand. I would love to have understood the, I would love to have seen the, see the script that they gave him. Yeah. And just, I mean, I don't know. Or maybe that's what he wanted. Maybe that's what he wanted to do. Maybe he yeah. handed it in and he was all about it. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. But it's, it's just... interesting. I, I do feel like that the lack of a script, a story that was in, put in place, it was a lot of random like events that were happening in one movie. And it was just like a, a, a very messy, chaotic film that I'm surprised that Netflix, uh, even was was funding this movie or maybe they bought it i don't know how netflix acquired it but i I'm, i can't be i'm surprised that they were like you know what this is a good one guys this is it maybe they had high hopes i don't know maybe maybe they were just going for the star power like you know what ed helms is in it the haji p henson's in it that's good enough for us the people will go yeah. watch it it's they'll click it exactly uh, but but yeah it's it's un, unfortunately uh, coffee and cream, cookies and cream, coffee, <laughs> <laughs> coffee and cream is not the movie you should be go watching. Like during times like these, this is not the one you want to be wasting your time. Or on. maybe, or maybe if it, if if you watched it and you're like, man, fuck those guys, I love that movie. <laughs> you know what? Maybe it's for you, but yeah. it just was not for me. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not a film I will ever watch again. Well. Well, you know what? You, you you know what? If anything, if there's any again, another good point to give up on this, you gave it a shot. Yeah. You watch you watch someone else's work and this this one time it just didn't work out. Is, it didn't work out on your benefit. You can say you watched it and then you just move on to the next one. That's basically yeah. what this is. <laughs> <laughs> uh but all right, I think that's all the show. That's all we got this week. Uh we're doing what we can. If you want more from us. Always check out our Instagram page at box office. Yes, yes. Any suggestions at box office underscore bingers. Uh, we're posting the top ten on Netflix. We're uh, on Fridays. We're doing this new thing uh, where we'll tell you what's what's now available with streaming as of that day uh, onto these streaming services. Uh, any news that comes about, it's in our Insta stories. Uh, a lot of good stuff there. A lot of good stuff. Yeah. We got our fresh takes. Definitely go ahead and give it a look. You won't be disappointed. Uh, uh, with that, you know, stay safe, guys. Stay at home. I've been Matt Diaz. Thanks for listening. Ernesto Santos. See you guys next week. See you guys.